Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the hosts and guests and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the individuals may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity, unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. This week's episode of Say What You Mean, I am the color commentator, Jeff. <laughs> you still on that? <laughs> no, but when I went to like clear space on this SD card, mm-hmm. I heard myself like roasting myself and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I get, reminder, I guess I'm just the color commentator in this show. <laughs> the, uh, well, I'm Jake. Yeah, you are. Yes, I am. I am. I am. I'm Jake. You are the analyst, the professional analyst with all the stats and the information. And, uh, I just know the, the fundamentals. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Sometimes know I bring in analysts like Jeff Van Gundy and he's terrible. I'm so. more of like Bill Walton. Mm. Dude, Bill Walton is the king of color commentary. Dude, he is always off the rails. Mm-hmm. He always is off the rails. I saw he coached one of the teams from All Star Game, and um, uh, one of the players was like, "Oh no, it was the the celebrity game." Mm. And I can't remember who it was, but she was like, "Who am I going in for?" And he looks at her and goes, "Whoever messes up first. And like he was dead serious. And she's like, uh, "She was so confused." <laughs> It was awesome. I'm guessing that probably didn't take too long since it's the celebrity game. Whoever, what do you mean? whoever messed up first. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. What is the measure there mm-hmm. of that? Yeah. How are you, dude? Nappy boy. Tired. Tired. Why last are you so few, tired? Few, last few days have been crazy. So I, uh, Monday, um, I had to get off work early. That we had a funeral to go to. Whoa, what? Yeah, I had, a, I had an aunt pass away. Oh. Um, yeah, it's. Like a my great mom, aunt, or yeah, like, okay, a great aunt, yeah. Um, my aunt Barbara. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, um, she was, she was my, she was like my mom. She was like my mom's favorite aunt mm. growing up. Yeah, and so like I was, I wouldn't say like super super close with her, but I mean There's she a relationship was, there. yeah, and she yeah. was she was always present like in my mm-hmm. life. And she, I remember, um, when I graduated college, she mm-hmm. sent me, uh. She sent me a book on. She knew I was like into Hamil, like into the founding fathers and yeah, like yeah. history. So she sent me uh, the 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 soundtrack to Hamilton the play, mm. and then the book, and then um, a historical book on Alexander Hamilton. Okay. So it was like really cool. Like that is thoughtful. Yeah, she's she always get, like it's amazing. Like, uh, and one of the things that the family said um, at because um, it was a Catholic it was a Catholic funeral so it was the whole it was a whole Catholic mass and everything mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, it was like you know it, and it was so true it was like she always she always like n- took pride in getting people really thoughtful gifts mm. so she was like a really thought she was a very Heard thoughtful that. a very very thoughtful person yeah. so um, it yeah she definitely is missed um, my cousin Justin her son um, is is a really good guy mm. Um 
and it's it, I just I really feel for for him and his new wife Laura. Um, so it's it's it it's not easy. It's Hell just no, that's definitely dude. not easy. That was a really sad. That was a really sad funeral. So. I can't imagine losing. Well, I guess I could imagine losing a parent, right? I didn't lose one to death per se, but I lost one. Couldn't find it. <laughs> that gets me to a, a story that I have for us today, and that we're gonna get to eventually. But I mean, yeah, losing a parent, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Barbara Paul. Yeah. Um, she was. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was one of my. She was one of my favorites. Yeah. As far as like, like you my see them in it, like you know, you're you're stoked mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah. yeah. I always enjoyed conversations with her yeah so, yeah because like your, you make a point to go and talk to for sure like my, my mom's side of the family um my, it's with my family like dynamic like the the jokums of westby's are t- very very different westby's my mom's mm-hmm. side of the family very different in terms of how their family gatherings go okay um jokums all sit at one very very lo- long table yeah instantly start playing cards and very loud right okay. it's very very loud Whereas um, the Westby's is a lot quieter and okay. everybody kind of sits in smaller circles and you just kind of like make your way from circle to, you just kind of okay. make your way from circle okay. to circle. It's a little yeah. bit more quiet and subdued atmosphere, mm-hmm. but I always enjoyed like my time, like seeking out my Aunt yeah. Barbara and having really thoughtful conversations. Cause she, um, she worked in like the NICU unit. So mm. she, and then she also worked in, she was a, she worked in social work. Yeah. Um, so she just had a lot of really amazing stories and good insights. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. She was always, she was, I don't know. She was just always such a, a cool presence growing up. For sure. So, yeah. Do you ever think about that dynamic now, like heading into fatherhood? Like what is Steve's perception of like, Going to the Greens or going to the Jokums? Mm. Like, what does that look like when on each side of the family and 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 how how is that described? Right? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. Yeah, I <laughs> not not completely that dynamic, I guess. No, no, no. Um, I'm not saying yeah, it's like, comparable, but I mean, there's there's gonna be like you look at each side of the family, but now I'm telling you to flip it on mm-hmm. your own perspective yeah. and say because the way you're gonna describe it or the way that you see it. Mm-hmm. Is very different from then how Steve will see it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The 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 <laughs> the green side of the family would be interesting because it's uh, it's a very um, there's a lot of different components to yeah. it because of the the family dynamics. Oh there. yeah, yeah, so yeah. It'll uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of navigate all of that. Um, oh we're yeah, kinda, we're kind of finding that with uh, um, well, one when we were getting married, mm-hmm. uh, Kylie uh, having. Um, well, like trying to plan the uh, try, my, Kylie trying like trying to plan the wedding shower was was interesting because mm. there's but Kylie has like my mom who kind of because of the dynamics because of, of the dynamics like yeah. Kylie has like her mom but then she also has her youngest sister's mom yeah who Kylie grew up with right and then my mom who has been like. Because we've been dating for such a long time, yeah. my mom kind of acts as almost like yeah. a motherly figure yeah, yeah. too. So there's always there was kind of like, and then she has an aunt who's acts mm-hmm, as like a motherly mm-hmm, figure mm-hmm. too. So it's kind of like everybody trying to like position for yeah. like who's going to throw like who's going to be who's going to throw it. So now that now that we have baby shower planning, everybody wants to be. Oh yeah, everybody wants to plan a baby. Sh- are you like, are you going baby shower? I am. Okay. Kylie has requested that I go. Okay. So. 
I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. Like I always grew up thinking, like, oh, it's of baby showers yeah. and things that guys go to. So, um, I know neither her or I are particularly like overly like social people. We yeah. get we get a lot of social anxiety. So for sure, if me being there makes it easier Easy, on yeah. her, then I'm totally fine doing that. Okay, um, being there. So yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know who's all. I don't know what. <laughs> we're doing yeah. uh, I, I know my mom has something planned uh her mom has some she's planning something but we'd have to we're gonna have to drive all the way down to like roseburg oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. area for it so <clears throat> i think that norm is kind of being broken like generally in society as far as like guys not being around like for um baby showers yeah like the first one i ever went to was my sister's for mm. alex okay and like there's a lot of pride there for me and my sister and like welcoming this baby. Yeah. Um, and then my brothers and then, you know, I went to Jesse's for his son, Miles. Mm. And, uh, we had a competition for blindfolding, uh, blindfold changing the diaper, dude. And I won that shit. Mm. So I never had to, you know, that's interesting to think about now is like, I never had a baby shower for our kid. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So we didn't ever do the traditional like games and, and, and things like that. But if it ever comes down to it, dude, I'll fucking change diaper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How's Kylie? uh, She's doing really good. We had, and then yesterday, um, had to leave early work again. Uh, damn dude, dude, you've been working? No. No I, wonder I, I don't. we can't get shit done, dude. Me and Jen <laughs> trying to change Cheyenne's name. <laughs> Just um, yeah, well, that's social. That's that's the admin, that's the administration. Yeah. Um, no, it's a whole mess with the, our courts here in Washington and stuff. But anyways, so what? Then you left early again. For... Yeah. So I left early again for our like official like ultrasound anatomy scan. Okay. Um, and so that was all the way down in Sunnyside. That was at one, so mm-hmm. we had to like I had to, I left work at noon, which leaving work is literally me just logging off my laptop and right, like, right, closing right. my laptop. But uh, and then leave and then we're at the we're we're at the new place now, so we we we've moved all weekend. Yeah, um, really, oh, just yeah. we're busting ass to yeah. like, get everything moved. I thought you were gonna like trickle in and take your time. Well, we were, and then and then Ka- uh, Callie's like, we gotta go, yeah. and then because once. She, like when she switched yep. to moving yep. mode, yep. it's like let's work, just get it work, done. Let's just get it done. Yeah. So we the previous Saturday, um, Matt, uh, Glenn Denning mm-hmm. brought his tr- his dad's truck over. We moved a couple of the heavy things, mm. and then the, and then we're like, okay, well, like our goal was to not ask any one person to take their full day. Okay. So we're like, and then the next weekend we asked my friend Jesse who has a who has a big truck. Why didn't you ask me? Because we had cool cool dude because no, i'm just the color commentator you're just the color commentator no I, we had we only had two loads of heavy stuff okay because i could i could i pick mean up you busted your else. ass to get me to move in here dude true and i was happy to do that okay well then i can't return the favor so now i'm indebted to you till when jake till when oh we'll definitely move again <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so it went well though like it, you feel good being there yeah so the, the Santa ana- creek you said no it was in sunnyside no, uh, sorry, not the appointment. But oh, the, the new the house. New spot? Uh, it's definitely weird. It's an older house. Okay. Uh, it's nice being in a house. Yeah. Just um, you two. Just us two. Uh, it's has a basement, a middle floor, and a upstairs. Uh, it's an older home. It's kind of like a. Uh, it's basically like an old farm, like an old farm home. Okay. So it's. Is it on like land? Yeah. It's, oh um, shit. So it's on a little bit of property. Are the boys stoked? 
Uh, very happy. Yeah, I yeah, bet. Tucker always wants outside. Oh, that's cool. But none of it's really fenced. We have like a dog run that was already kind of built mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. against the barn. So A barn? We don't have... Ac- I mean, it's not a barn, but we do have a garage. Okay. Dang, um, dude. You, have to, you, guys, you guys will have to come out. Yeah, I'm waiting for the invite, dude. Well, we can come out this weekend. You no, guys I can't anything. do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Uh, so... What was I going to say? The... So we have to walk them to the dog. We, to, we like walk them to the dog run because there's like deer all over the place. Oh, that's rad. Because it's out in Ridgefield. And oh, it's like up north, like mm-hmm. just outside of Sand yeah. Creek area. So okay. it, it's Dude, like that's it's awesome. up against the, but it, it runs, Whipple Creek runs through, mm-hmm. like it's just below it. Okay. So all of the, there's like eight or nine deer that just lay in our yard. Wow. So we can't really let the dogs out because they're just going to go chase deer. Yeah. So we have to be I mean, that's amazing, that. dude. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. It, it feels kind of haunted. Okay. Like, so there's all these little crawl spaces and cubbies because yeah. it's like a, I don't know, apparently that's what they built in old farm homes. Yeah. Like little like hidden rooms and stuff I mean, like that. that's awesome. That's character, dude. <laughs> Not when you're cons- can, well, not when you grew up thinking everything around you was haunted. You're gonna you be grew possessed. up thinking that, yeah. And Why? this dude, this I don't know, man. This whole house feels kind of like the Amityville Horror House. You know what? You know what you do? You pull a Truman and you just gut the whole house. I need. To, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to. So there was like my sister who was like first time she stepped in it. She yeah. just starts exploring for it. And then she goes into one of the crawl spaces and then finds like a bunch of What do you mean by crawl spaces? Okay, so say like this is the this this wall here. Okay. And it has like a cutout and there's like a little door that would open to like a small little like crawl in room. Storage space? Yeah, I'm assuming okay. maybe it was used for storage spaces. I don't know. The only other thing I think I've the only other stuff I've seen that's similar to it is growing up couple houses down mm-hmm. from my parents place um they used to live was like the old farm home on the property before everything got developed around yeah, it yeah yeah and it had a couple of those like interesting i like stuff like that though i mean i guess it's cool i don't know it's like you could have a body in there it's like, it's just weird man i mean it's so far you're just encouraging more <laughs> me more here when you guys come over i'll show you what i'm talking about but kylie like oh no kylie sarah goes in there yeah and she pulls out a body no, but she oh. pulls out this thing that just says, tell Jacob I said hi. It was like this old note that was like Shut scribbled. Up. Swear to God. You're lying. I swear to God. Where is it? I, Sarah has it. I want to see it. She Get did, a picture. Okay, I will. And then there was like Dixie, like uh, there was like finished Dixie cup things. Like, you know, like the Dixie cup ice cream things. Yeah. Like there were. With in the there. wood in it? Yeah. Okay. But someone had eaten them. Uh-huh. They're like old. And there's like news, weird. They're news, not old, dude. There's like weird newspaper They're clippings. Not old. There's someone there. There's definitely, <laughs> there is definitely a ghost in the home, okay, or somebody who's just living in the crawl dude. spaces. Dude, ooh, like paranormal activity shit. You don't watch any of that. I watched the first paranormal activity yeah. and I've never recovered. Yeah, it's gnarly. Well, I can't wait to see it, dude. It's fun. It's yeah, a nice, it's a it nice, sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. Anyway, so you guys are going to Sunnyside. Yeah, for the anatomy scan, um, and we had to we had to go back multiple times to try to get the scan, like because mm. Steve was in a comfy space yeah. place and would not move, mm. no matter how many times Kylie did like lunges or Backflips. like 
just trying to get Cart him to wheels. wake up and move. We had to get up and like walk around for a half hour and then come back. And then yeah. they tried to do it again. And because they had to get to the, they had to scan the heart. Mm-hmm. And he just was like not moving. Mm-hmm. He's just not going to move. So uh, that was, it. that ended up taking like th- almost three hours. No panic, like bolts out of the room. Like you did all right? No. So I found that the best way to do it, like to handle it, is uh, <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. In, okay. Or like just something that like something to suck on, like, like, like sugary. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. Yeah, so I did fine. There's a couple times I got like watching the monitor. How did you come to that out. conclusion? I don't know. My my cousin Krista, who uh, has two kids, said that I was telling the story at Christmas. Yeah, and everybody was laughing at me, and Krista took pity on me, and she's like, "Try this." And then oh, that's I did rad. It, I did it the next time. And yeah, I laughed at you too. I don't have no solutions. Yeah, but that's I, great. I was so scared that like I'm gonna have to. I was gonna keep having to d- deal with that. Yeah. So thankfully that wow, worked. Wow, that's cool. Well, if you're listening and uh, have same experience, did you? Are you passing all of this knowledge on to Matthew? On to Matt Reeves? Yeah. I mean, his wife's doing two weeks, so. Oh shit! Yeah, he was going way ahead of me. I did not know that. Oh wow. Damn, dude. R.I.P. Dude, he's never gonna game with us again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, good, good, good catch up. Good but catch yeah, up. But yeah, everything is everything is healthy. Good. Um, so yeah. Um, are you worried it's he's gonna look like you? <laughs> a little bit. Sorry. A little bit. No, Sorry. like we got a we got a like a side profile of the head, and I'm like, this whole face profile just already feels handsome, like handsome, dude. Already looks like mine. Getting buckets. <laughs> Getting buckets. Um. Well, good, dude. That's exactly what I had on my list here to check in. Pregnancy check-in and new place. So thanks for just making my job easy. Thank you for asking the questions. Of course. As you can see, I'm back to seeing life in high definition. You got your glasses? Yeah. I just want to know that. I don't know why nobody cares, but uh, my life is better because what, of it. What is the... You said those were like a... Are those Hurleys? No, they're Nike. They? Nike. Hell yeah. Nike. Do you feel those? Those are so light. Well, Nike owns Hurley, I think, right? Yeah, they do now. Those are really nice. Yeah. They're so just like paperweight, dude. Way Love better. it. Way better than these America Best. Dude, I'm cheap America ass. Best my whole life. And when I went in there, they're like, hey, here's the janky pair that you bought last time. And I'm like, no, I need the Nikes. Oh, did you get those from America's Best? No, I, it was at Kaiser. At but Kaiser. like pri- okay. prior, like, yeah, I'd always mm-hmm. go for the two for like 100 at America's yeah. Best, dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Um, okay. I almost did not do it. What? But here we are, episode two, season seven, episode nine, disaster averted. Oh, I love this episode. (laughs) Oh, Jake. What? Mediocre as balls. Really? (laughs) I want to know. Let me just recap what I wrote down, and then we. I need to know why you love this episode. Okay. And so I can judge you. Um, okay, so starts off Barney's elaborate story on how he lost the ducky tie. Mm-hmm. He's like a secret agent or something. It's almost like a Indiana Jones type feel. He asks for the amulet or something, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Yes. And then he runs up to the top of the building to save a kid, and Bert swoops by and grabs his ducky tie and flies away. Um, and then Lily finds it in the trash. Um, so then the episode starts, they're all sitting around with, I don't know the character's name, but it's Robin's boyfriend, Kevin, Kevin, and they start discussing how there is a reason there's a, uh, narrator says, you know, 
Have you ever like seen a sign and wonder how that sign got, got there or who, who was the mm-hmm. reason for that sign? And it starts off with um, absolutely no boogie boarding is the sign outside of McLaren's. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, could you do you think that or could you be responsible for a sign somewhere? Ooh. And what it's, would it say? It's possible. No, I don't. I, nah, probably not. No, I haven't really done anything that crazy. I haven't really done anything I didn't that have crazy. To be crazy, or just have caused mayhem mm-hmm. by accident. I'll have to think on that. I think oh. about my my current position at the county, mm. and when people come in, and there are a million things that I could write a sign for. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like behavior in that room, I could be like, no more doing this. But I'm not a sign guy. I'm not a sign guy. Mm. Do you know sign? Nobody, nobody reads signs. Nobody reads anything, Jake. No. Ever. They don't. Ever. No. If there's anything I've learned so far, mm-hmm. nobody reads anything. Dude, they don't read anything. And it's not like I'm an ableist and they can't read it. Mm-hmm. They are choosing not to read it. Or they're just completely oblivious. Yeah. They just walk right past it and they don't even notice the signs half the time. Dude, so many people walk into my office space I I could I'm going to I'm going to take a picture of the sign outside of my office space. It is probably a 6 foot wide sign and it says jury assembly room. And people come in there all the time for loads of different things. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Like no. No. Like did you see the sign? Did you miss it? Because it's there. And then people put signs on our door, and that's been more of a deterrent. But I'm not a sign guy. Mm. Like, I'm not going to go put a sign somewhere. I'd rather, I would almost rather, like, it's not going to bother me if someone comes in. It never did. Mm -hmm. Never would. But it's just astonishing how people just don't, they're just like, oh, I guess it's in here. (laughs) Just walk in. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, things I've done. Could you be responsible for a sign somewhere? (sighs) No, probably not now. Not now. Mm-hmm. In the day, back in the day, like maybe no skateboarding or something like that. Yeah. Maybe somebody hadn't thought about that and then was like, hey, mm-hmm. we found a new spot. We shredded up. And they're like, hey, no more. Can't see. It. Also, how is the sign the deterrent? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, nobody's reading it. <laughs> true. But like if something happens, you feel like you have to do something. And what more can you do than put, put, a sign. put a sign? Okay. I like it. That's taking action there. Um, so there's a hurricane coming. And I didn't even notate annoying ass Ted's preparedness of being a Boy Scout and always being prepared and having a car in his bag and his boots and all of those things. So Barney says he needs to run home. So they run home or run to his house for. He says he needs to get something. Mm-hmm. Tricks them all, and he wants to drink at his house. Um, I think the best part of this episode was Marshall being uninsured for two weeks. Yes. <laughs> so Marshall is uninsured for two weeks before he can get on Lily's insurance, and she describes him as a really clingy Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Quote, death is all around us. And then he just goes into this spiral about being afraid and not wanting to leave the apartment, and he gets a paper cut, and that's when he says death is all around us because then he realizes like he could get hurt doing anything. And I think I only like this because I've been there. Mm. Like within a window of like, Oh shit! I don't have insurance for a little bit here. 
I gotta be careful. Have you ever been there? Mm, I no. I mean, kind. I mean, I've never had good insurance up until this current job. Yeah, and so it just was always in the back. Like I can't get hurt, but then I just never thought about it. What's the last time you got hurt? Like hospital hurt or like ER? I was still on my parents' insurance. Holy shit! How long ago? I think I was like twenty-five. Wow, that was like last year. 25 i wish <laughs> um because when cheyenne came here last year that's when i slipped and cracked my head oh yeah and had to go get a um uh to i had a concussion and shit so they did a whatever it's called i can't even think of the word see it obviously affected me mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i take the the um the approach because i also drove pieces of sh- piece of shit vehicles yeah. forever yeah. Oh, yeah. that when stuff's just making a noise you just like turn up your music louder okay. and hope it goes away are you doing that with your body I mean, I haven't had anything real bad. Well, Jake, you're gonna be. I've a had father. some stuff. I've had some stuff recently that I've ignored and it just gone away. So, <laughs> it's like bleeding from holes. Dude, I just run, dude. I write. I wake up and after you my just weekends, piss excellence. After, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just piss. I wish you excellence. would have said that so casually. You know, dude. Honestly, I just wake up and I piss excellence. <laughs> I know. I now. I. I mean, after my weekends of either hiking and falling off rocks with my camera, or playing mm. basketball and constantly because I can't shoot, I stand down. The, Dude, I stand you dominated the, last. Weekend. I stand in the post and just get pushed around. You kicked ass. Dude, Tanner. Tanner was formidable. Yeah. It was fun to watch you two mm. battle. Mm-hmm. It was great. He's he's good. I like him. He's not good. Don't you say that. I think he's good. <laughs> I don't think he can. I mean, I don't know if he can shoot or not. But oh, he can. Yeah. Uh, I know that. He gets aggressive, though. I know. I, I know when I got him on my on my spin move in that first, like, four on four game. And yeah. he was like, uh-uh. And then, cause that's what he said. He's uh-huh. like, uh-uh. And then he he gets the ball on the opposite post. Mm. And I, I'm like, I could tell just by the way he grabbed it that he was going to. He was gonna go like he was gonna go hard. Yeah, and then so like you pulled the chair, Jake. I should have. Yeah, but he just puts one shoulder, <laughs> boom, right into me, and then like I try to stick with him, but that he already had the mm-hmm, he already mm-hmm. had that first initial push yeah. got me. Yeah, and then he made a quick move before I could recover. Yeah, got inside uh, position. Yeah, and got a, did a good job of like using his ass to like create space so yeah. I couldn't come up over the top. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean. It's a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. It was a good move. I lie. I was the. I think it was the most fun watching you two battle. But that's how you're gonna get hurt, dude. And I'm surprised you've never gotten hurt. Like with all the years of football, that's what's amazing. That's honestly amazing, is dude. that flag football. I haven't gotten hurt. Ironized, Jake. A, dude. a lot of it is fortunate that I generally play quarterback. Yeah. So I'm. There was a lot of games where I just was not in positions yeah. where I was gonna get hurt. Yeah. Um. That's impressive. But all of my other friends have had catastrophic injuries in that league. Really? So, yeah. Like tearing things? Three ACL tears. Playing. Playing, Ooh. yeah. Three different friends have torn their ACLs. Yeah. Um, one friend, like, separated his shoulder. Actually, two friends had shoulder injuries. Yeah. One hyperextended his elbow. Ugh. One broke his ankle. Yeah, it's... Um, broke it? Mm-hmm. Did he get crossed up? 
No, he um, jumped, jumped for a he jumped yeah. for a ball, and then when he was coming down awkwardly, he came down with it with the ankle already kind of rolled, so he landed oh. on the bone. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, dude, are you trying to play in a basketball league? Yes, because that shit is way. I don't know if it's way more physical, but there's no flags. I mean, they, they whistle. I've played in one. I well, I think I'll get beat up less. Okay, because right now, yeah. Nobody calls fouls. Yeah. And I get hacked. Call them. I get hacked. No, I'm not going to be that guy. I'll call them when somebody else calls one. If somebody else goes foul, then I'll be like, all right, then we're calling fouls. But I'm never going to be the first guy to be like foul. Unless it's legitimately. I got fouled towards the end. Yeah. When we're playing against those Asian guys. Yeah. Where I drove and literally the guy I was playing against, the little shorter blonde dude. Yeah. Literally just arm barred me across both arms as i was driving did you call it yeah I, that oh, one okay. i called okay, okay that one i called but uh and unless it's like i'm not gonna bumping getting okay, bumped down I low bump you and i foul you and i ask you you want that call it okay because then it lets me know because i don't know mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm playing right i'm not i'm just i'm playing defense right if yeah. you feel like hey that was a little much that was mm-hmm. too much contact it kind of checks me to let me know like hey Good job defending. Take the foul, but it was a foul. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. It makes me a better defender. I also need to learn to finish through yeah, contact. Yeah, dunk it. I say it every time. And I also need to uh, do a better job of jumping. So because a lot of times I yeah. stay flat-footed. Well, that's how you stay injured, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy I haven't gotten hurt. Yeah. Thankfully, Not I haven't. Good. I mean, I had a run in high school where I broke my... I stress fractured my foot and then broke my knuckles in back-to-back months. Mm-hmm. Street fights? Yeah. <laughs> Figured. Um, so, uh, Barney, I did like Barney slouching in his chair to hide his ducky tie at work. That, that got a chuckle mm-hmm. from me. Um, I did also enjoy that Ted was wearing pink boots, and they point to the pink boots, and they're like, those are women's boots. He said, no, they're men's boots. They're just easier to spot from the rescue chopper. Mm-hmm. So they were like a magenta. Yeah. Uh, the news, uh, so Barney says, you know, it's not like this is a really big storm. And immediately after that, it cuts to the news saying this is a really big storm. Um, and they are, uh, we'll get that. It cuts back to the bar. Barney wants out of the tie. So the, they bring up the fact that they're, they're still continuing the slap bet. Mm-hmm. And there's one slap left. Barney challenges himself to try to get Marshall to slap him and waste the one slap. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshall doesn't want to go to the bathroom. Flashback or going back to Barney's, uh, he doesn't want to go to the bathroom. And I did enjoy like the reoccurrence of the bear just continuously attacking him mm-hmm. out of the most mundane like situations. Um, and that's and that's again calling back to the fear of getting hurt because he's uninsured. Um, I will say this, and I wrote this, and this is just um, this is what I, I'll read what I wrote verbatim here. <laughs> okay, it's interesting that on one of the episodes on your list, Lily and Marshall are struggling to be apart before their wedding. Foreshadowing here. Mm. Um, while in this episode, Lily requests time away from a clingy Marshall. I feel like this is peeping into the window of Jake's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know why, but I'm like, it's interesting that your favorite episodes, in two of those episodes, there's that that counter, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know why. 
But maybe that's something we can hmm. explore someday. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Barney calls Robin and pretends to be your dad. Mm-hmm. Nasty. That was that one was brutal. That was savage and brutal because everybody's parents have called everyone to check in on them because they know they're in New York and they know the storm's there. Everyone's parents, but Robin. So Barney calls and pretends to be Robin's dad, and she gets excited and he's like, "Yeah, I knew it. I knew you wanted to hear from your dad," which is just fucked up. <laughs> um, the TV announcement that no one should leave and sh- basically shut in until the term a storm passes. Thought this moment was corny, didn't I was like really, but now panic and then they're ah! and scream. Yeah, that was that was bad. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you acknowledge that. Uh I mean we've we've ventured into the overacting Okay. Or, overacting seasons. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, it's just like what? Okay. Um Marshall and Lily take a bath. Marshall is so romantic, is what I wrote. And he is, he always is. Mm-hmm. He always comes through. Um so this leads to them going down to the pub. The pub's closed. They drink outside. Um, why did I write this? It, he says it, but I don't know why. Um, they say something, and then he says, life kicks in right now. Why did he say that? Who said that? I don't remember. Ted? Maybe. Mm. It's like a. they say, like, life... You know, it's like something, this sucks right now, or blah, 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 and he just says, no, life kicks in right now. And I thought it was funny, but I don't remember what the... And thing... then they grab the trash can, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. I don't remember what he says before that. That's mm. such a bummer. Anyways, if you're listening, go watch it. Um, so Marshall gets the trash can lid, wants to boogie board, crashes, um, but doesn't get hurt on that one. The second one, or doesn't get hurt, I don't know if he gets hurt, but the second one, he goes through the window at McLaren's. Now... We're back in the present, and Barney is trying to make a deal with Marshall to exchange the ducky tie for three slaps, which would be four total. At this point, Kevin has also discovered that Barney doesn't want to wear the tie because he's going to go meet his girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. Um so then he agrees. Then Marshall like is stretching, and Barney's kind of flinching, and then Marshall slaps him. The jump slap is the best one though, because mm-hmm. then he immediately jumps in the air and then comes down and slaps him in the face again. So at this point, there are two slaps remaining. Then it cuts to everybody leaving and going their own way. Barney is in the car with Robin, and he apologizes for the phone. Oh no, she asks. That's right. She asks, "Hey, did you bring up?" what what almost happened or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like no did you and then it cuts to them where they're waiting outside and they almost kiss each other but then the phone rings robin's dad does call mm-hmm. and check up on her and the the thing is that they almost kiss right there right mm-hmm. so then he apologizes for the phone call and then the d- disaster averted was that they almost kissed Mm-hmm. And they were thankful that d- the disaster was averted. But then they end up kissing in the cab. Mm-hmm. End of episode. Yeah. Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you were talking, I'm like, I should have actually replaced this with another weather oh, uh, related wow. episode, which was three days of snow. That's the one where they uh, were Ted and Ted and Barney get put in charge of McLaren's for, mm-hmm. for a night mm-hmm. because he was because okay. Carl was closing it down, yeah, and then that, that sounds the mar- familiar. And then the uh, Arizona Tech marching band comes in. Mm-hmm. That was a hilarious episode. Yeah. They call it they call it puzzles. 
Yes. They call the they, they, yes, they call their because they've always wanted to call their bar yes. puzzles. Yeah. Um that was a that's probably a better episode than this okay. one. I should have put that Why one. Why are you picking weather specific episodes? I don't know. It's just those are so those are both very heavy like sitting back and reminiscing about like I don't know, it's just like jumping around. Mm-hmm. I I love the little jumping around episodes where right. they're going from flashback to forward yeah. to flashback yeah. to forward and everything's kind of being told in a it's not like a linear path that things are being told you just kind of are going back into the joke yes or going back into the story and stuff like that it's it's a lot more fun the linear line the linear line story plot is the boogie boarding Mm -hmm. so every time they divert they cut back to okay back to the boogie board and then Mm -hmm. they get back on so boogie boarding yeah Uh, yeah i always find that fun but i i like that episode it was a little corny but i just i loved it because (laughs) it was some of the jokes were just super were super funny like um when ted shows up and he's like i was a boy scout and boy scouts are always prepared Mm -hmm. and then they're like prepared um to go um prepared to was like go shopping with their mom prepared yeah, to there's stuffed in a locker mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 so there was like i don't i don't know there was like just a mm-hmm. lot of really funny kind of i like that quick back, fire jokes mm-hmm. like that there's a lot yeah. of really fun back and forth mm-hmm. um references and then the whole the whole ducky tie thing was i thought was really funny the conclusion of the ducky tie because mm-hmm. of how barney got the ducky tie to begin with right. which was um another great episode where he bet he tries to see lily's boobs mm-hmm. and then bets marshall he would wear the ducky tie if he could if he couldn't do all of the shinjitsu moves. I don't remember. So it all started because <laughs> okay. So this this episode would actually be more funny if you had watched. Oh, uh, okay. Rewatched the du- right. the the ducky tie episode mm-hmm. where he actually gets the ducky tie. I remember vaguely of him trying to do that. So he yeah. had mind messed with Barney had been mind messing with like Marshall okay. for a super long time. Yes. Um, so every time that Barney sneezed, he was conditioning Marshall to be like, we should go to Shinzitsu, Shinzitsu, uh, Japanese food. Okay. So, um, so he could, (laughs) and then eventually bet Marshall to get whatever he, it is that he wanted. Mm. Well, then when Lily was pregnant, Lily had pregnancy boobs and he wanted it. He's always talking about wanting to see Lily's boobs. (laughs) So then he was like, he sneezed and set this whole thing up and he had been, he had been going to Hoboken, New Jersey to take Shinzitsu style cooking oh, classes. So then he was right. like, I can, he's like, they're at dinner. He's like, I can do all of that. They're like, you can't do that. And then he gets up and he's doing it. Yeah. Um, and then he, the last thing was the shrimp in the pocket. And yeah. they realized that like Lily, he's going to win. Mm. So Lily flashes him and then he misses the, shrimp in the pocket mm-hmm. so then he has to put the ducky tie on oh okay that sounds like a way better episode <laughs> god dang it you're making me want to go watch these other ones that's good though so, um okay so that is number five number five all right three days of snow should have been number honestly should have been number i don't five. know if we're going to get to number four next week number next week is kind of still up in the air as far as episode 200 mm. um so I don't think it'll be a traditional podcast, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Okay. We're working on it. Um, I have some other things. I don't know if you want to get to those. Yeah, go for it. Dude. Did you hear about Ernest Shackleton's ship Endurance lost in 1915 found off Antarctica? I, uh, so I didn't know anything about this. Me neither. And then I did see a couple posts and I was like, oh, who was Ernest Shackleton? Mm-hmm. And then he was some Arctic explorer mm-hmm. who lost his ship. And Buzz that... Killing- Killington? What? Buzz Killington? Buzz Killington? Yeah, it's a character from Family oh. Guy. Like whenever there's like a 
Buzz killed or mm. Buzz Killington. And he just says boring facts. Gotcha. Uh, an expedition set out in search of the lost ship of polar explorer Ernest Shackleton. Uh, of of the sh- lost ship of polar explorer Ernest Shackleton uh, was found 106 years after the vessel sank off Antarctica. The wooden ship Endurance has been located remarkably intact, about 10,000 feet underwater. The men lived on the ship for months, but pressure from the ice began to slowly crush it. I'll show you a picture. I don't know if you looked. I've seen I've seen it underwater. Okay, so there's yeah. like there's this picture in from 1915 when the ice just pinched it and basically just started crushing it. Mm. Yeah, so um, they lived on the ship until it started slowly crushing it. On October 27, 1915, Shackleton gave the orders to abandon the Endurance. The men were told to gather no more than two pounds each of personal gear from the ship. Much of the ship's supplies had already become inaccessible because of the broken timbers in the hull. The Endurance finally broke up and sank into the sea November 21st, 1915. The crew made a new camp on the uh, um, on an ice floe and any ambition to cross the Antarctica dissipated. The mission was now one of survival, a saga that would stretch into August before wow. all the men were rescued. That's, that's amazing they were, re- they were able to be rescued. All of them! I just can't imagine how cold that would be. Dude, it would suck so bad. So here's a picture of it like in the ice being crushed. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was a little history. Um... Well, apparently it's like where they found it. Mm-hmm. It's the most intact shipwreck they've ever found mm-hmm. because it's so cold that uh, microorganisms can't deteriorate the wood. Oh, interesting. So, it's like perfectly preserved, preserved. because of how cold it is at, at the depths that they found it at. Dude, how far was it? Ten like ten thousand feet. Ten thousand feet. That's crazy. And then the, like I was reading the article, they got like underwater drones, mm. which is what they use to like scour this like a hundred and fifty um mile square and then they found it. Mm. Weird, man. It's weird what people do. Like that's like who that's someone's job. Like, hey, we're just gonna go look for this. Dude, speaking of like jobs that um you can have that's like under like deep sea underwater stuff, besides James Cam- James Cameron uh, building his own deep. Have you ever have you ever seen that the director James Cameron, the guy that I know. did like ET. That's James Cameron. No, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, bro. James he Cameron. Did Titanic and Avatar. James Cameron. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and didn't he do a bunch of other cool He's shit? He's done a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Anyways, um, we sound so cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> he built his own uh, like deep sea sub thing, and then. Dropped himself down into the uh, Marianas Trench. bro. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah, dropped yeah, himself yeah. into the Marianas Trench. Um, I think I I think I knew that. Did mm-hmm. he like? F- he had cameras and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he did freaking Avatar, Titanic, Terminator, Terminator Two, Aliens, The Abyss. Yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Anyway. There is a job on deep sea oil rigs where they go down. I I forget how far it is, but Mm -hmm. like, because you know, like when you go, when you, your body goes that far down the pressure, Pressure, you're, you generate a bunch of nitrogen in your blood. Yeah. And then when you, if you rise too quickly, 
it basically forms bubbles in your bloodstream as the nitrogen dissolve like nitrogen dissolves back into like I did not know the science of that. I knew what happened, but so, yeah, of course you, you, get, know. you get the bends <laughs> and then you, like you basically die because you get basically your blood gets air like these air pockets yeah. in it and then you have a stroke and die. Um, okay. and it's super apparently super painful. Yeah. So these guys they go down in these super high pressured uh, diving suits and they they've been doing this for a long time but they go back they're the ones that like are constantly doing all the maintenance on the on the uh on the drills yeah, that yeah, all yeah. at the bottom of the oceans and they have to stay in these when when they're done with their shift they have to go into these submerged pressurized cabins mm-hmm. and they stay down there and it's like a it's it's about a whole it's about a six month thing because for how long they're down there for yeah it takes 5 months for them to just decompress are they by themselves? They're like three or four guys. Oh my god, that's like astronaut shit, mm-hmm. but on Earth. Yeah, so it's like one of the most dangerous and highly paid um, positions you can like in the world. Yeah, that's not like an executive. That sounds some, miserable, like, corporation. dude. Terrible. I don't know who would choose to do something like yeah. that, but apparently people do it. There was one where there was like a hiccup because you're also like you when you're down that far you have to breathe this gas but it's basically it's mixed with helium okay so then it makes communication really difficult because you're <laughs> you're like your your voice is like really really high Whoa. and then it also makes you super loopy so like not only are you down there and you're exhausted but then also you're having to breathe to survive you have to bring it breathe in this gas that inhibits your ability to like think fully yeah. and so it's just you're asking for accidents. You're rolling the dice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that happened, I don't know how recently, mm-hmm. but like four of them literally, like they oh, they no. did they did something wrong in the pressurization when they were going back into it. And it literally just, the four guys inside of it instantly blew up. Exploded? Just like exploded. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. It was... I was I was re- I was uh, watching this thing. That like, is talking terrifying. About oh my god! Nope. Nuh-uh. Saturation. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's? Yeah. 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 Oh my word, dude! How can that can't be good on your body? No, I, I would imagine that, like you probably are going to have long term medical. Yeah, it's taking years issues. off for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Not that anything I'm doing isn't, but not at that level, dude. It can't be for your organs and everything to be like compressed and mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah. constantly adjusting and changing the blood. Could you imagine wasting whole years just sitting there years. having having to you like five you're by the time you're done with your career, you've probably wasted like okay. five. three things you need to be in that thing to survive to like not shoot your brains out. Oh, I would need an I would need an Xbox. Okay. I thought it. <laughs> it had like a TV Xbox combo. Okay. Is that, that that can't be my two things. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. That well, what's an things. Xbox without a TV? I don't know, like a cuddle buddy or something. <laughs> I um, with a that cuddle can't, box. That can't be another person. Yeah. Um, okay. So like, we'll just say, I'm assuming you're talking online gaming. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say that. Yeah. Online gaming access mm-hmm. is one. Yes. And, and the stuff that comes with that. Yeah. The I would need. What else would I need? Nothing, dude. You need nothing else. 
<laughs> I mean, what else could you really like really do? I mean, I would want. I don't know who cares about the parameters of what you're allowed. Well, to do? I mean, I would. What do you need? I would want something where I could keep up with sports and actually okay. watch sports. Okay. So, inter- like internet access. Yeah. Um, with like NFL Sunday ticket. Okay. And the NBA League Pass. Okay. But probably wouldn't be able to get access to. Somehow would no, still not, not be able. That. We're not, not be able. That. I still would not be able to get access to the Blazers because they had their. They lock everybody out of their media market. Yeah. yeah, you watch everybody else and hear from the scroll bar how the Blazers are doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like real life. I mean, yeah. nobody can watch. They're them. losing. I'll tell you. Well, uh, third thing. Um, I was more of a joke for like CJ. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody like you literally unless you have Comcast, you cannot watch Blazers. I mean, I got apps and stuff, dude. You can illegally stream yeah. them. And then I need my Harry Potter books. Okay, so who cares about Steve and Kylie and Bo and? Well, I don't think you can. You can't take that stuff, down, dude. I you? didn't say that there were rules. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you, I mean, I don't. Dude, I would set the bear trap. You walk right in it. I wouldn't want to subject them okay. to the same misery oh, that wow. I'm going Good through. Good save. Good save. Uh, yeah, dude. I think I would need an Xbox. Um, I think I would need like, oh, you know, what would be fun is mm-hmm. like uh, a video camera and like an editing software, and just make weird ass videos down there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would enjoy that, and then. Man, I mean, I'm going to just pull the card and say that we just don't want to subject our loved ones to that. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, man. I'd probably just... I would want books, right? But then I would just say maybe like a, a Kindle with like a shit ton of books on there so mm-hmm. that I could read. Yeah, I think those th- three things would, would be the, the best things. Uh, um, so I, I was reading about this lost ship, right? And I was thinking another question maybe. I don't know if you have anything. But like, have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever lost anything important? <laughs> like a ship? <laughs> <laughs> Just had my ship lost? Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I have... Well, I got my parents' car stolen. You got it stolen? Well, I... It was I, in your care when it got stolen. I went out oh, and shit. started it in the morning. Oh, Jacob. And then walked away from it. Yeah. And then it drove away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it recovered? It was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They have just, you ever had they just joyrided it for a while and oh. parked it. I mean, I would have done the same. Have you ever had anything stolen? Um, like that? Me personally? Yeah, like your car broken into or anything like that? No. No? No. Holy shit, dude. Dude, I've driven. I need to live in your fucking bubble, dude. I have <laughs> driven <laughs> I have driven pieces of shit for so long that. that nobody was like, there can't be anything in there. Dude, I was driving a 1986 Jetta, and it got busted into. They stole my school bag, all my books, and my gym bag. Really? Shouldn't have left it in there, but it, the car doesn't matter. Yeah. You're just... I guess I'm just living in the shady parts of town, bro. No, I was down I'd in the park in downtown Portland. I was every in the single neighborhood. Like, it's not that bad of a neighborhood. I mean, I was right there off of uh, Kaufman. No. Um. So, uh, uh Grant. Sorry. Oh, Grant yeah. and that's that's not a fourth yeah, plane. Yeah, it's not yeah, a great. Right there by mm-hmm. the county. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Live there, and yeah, someone. Someone stole my shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so you lost your parents' car. That's a good one. Honestly, I couldn't think of anything. I think of like, I, I always buy like a shit ton of cheap like wedding rings. I always lose them, so yeah. I always buy more. Um, but the, honestly, the first thing that came to mind was this. This is like a throwback story here. Um, <laughs> so fucking stupid. 
I was I was going to outdoor school and I was in sixth grade mm. and I was like really into like skateboarding at this point. Like it was really kicking off. And and that's such a funny story in itself. Um, I'll tell that real quick. For Christmas, I wanted I was like fifth grade. I wanted a um like Toy Story was out. And I thought like having a woody Buzz Lightyear action figure would be rad. Mm. And my brother was like, I want a skateboard. Well, Either Santa or our parents fucked up, and they switched it. And my brother opened the Toy Story shit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Mine, bro." And then I opened the skateboard, and he's and he looked at me like, "Fuck, that's what I wanted." And I'm like, "Mine, bro." So that mistake got me into skateboarding. Hmm. Isn't that weird? That is. That's crazy. So then, like, well, I'm like, "All right, I guess we." Can. So I remember me and my brother going outside and like trying to like do. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing, but then my neighborhood friends had older cousins who skateboarded, and so they were like, "Hey, yeah, let's learn how to skateboard." And it was just like shitty ass skateboards. But then we like leveled up and got actual skateboards. But I remember I went to. I think I got it from like Cal's Pharmacy, which is like this old like it was actual pharmacy, but like half skateboard shop, and. um there was this hat and it was like the Superman logo, but it said super freak on it. <laughs> nice. And I was like, that hat is sick as shit. I'm buying that hat. How old were you? I was in sixth grade at Six, this point. Yeah. Still in sixth grade? Well, yeah, at this point I'm in okay. sixth grade. So, uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm wearing this super freak hat to outdoor school. Like I'm going to be the raddest dude there because my hat says, Super freak. So I wore it and I, I wore it with pride, wore it the first day. I fucking lost it the first day, dude. And I remember being so bummed because I was so hyped that like, fuck outdoor school in your establishments, dude. I'm punk rock and I got a super freak hat on. Well, it bummed me out and almost ruined the whole trip. Like I just could, I couldn't get over the fact that either somebody stole it or I lost it. Mm. Ruined my trip. Then we're packing up to leave and go home, and I found it under my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> at least you found it. Yeah, but dude, I wasn't the super freak at camp. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You couldn't be that. <laughs> I should find an image of that hat. Not like I took a picture of it, but like just see if there's like somewhere out there on the interwebs if if they have that hat. So, I mean, this is pretty much you and I. You've like in your youth, you always wanted to be the rebel, uh-huh. and I was always like the stay within the parameters, yeah. like kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My outdoor school, I brought my Boy Scout uniform and performed the flag ceremony in the mornings. Where Every I would, morning, where I, we would raise it up. And at the end of the day, take it down, fold to do the whole folding thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're never hurt. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. I was a nerd. No, that's I, awesome. I thought I was so cool and everybody made, was making fun of me. How far did you get in Boy Scouts? I made it to Star Scout. Where's that? It's above... Um, Boy Scout? <laughs> so, so it starts with... Um, I forget what it is. Like first class. It's like second class, first class. Uh, star Life Eagle. Oh, okay. Okay, Star mm-hmm. Life Eagle, and you were Star? Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Did you ever go to that Boy Scout camp where they had, like, the teepee and then the fort and then, like, the train and the caboose, and, like, each, like, group could sleep in one of those things? 
Mm-mm. Dude, I'll have to look it up. But okay. I remember I went to this camp and they literally had like a giant fort built and it mm. could house like different troops and they all like camped and slept in the fort. And then my troops slept in like these like wooden teepees mm. with no doors. Oh, it was freezing. I can imagine. And then this other like camp area was like just like train cars that were like fitted with beds Mm -hmm. and they slept in those things. Yeah. It was a rad ass camp, dude. (laughs) Oh, I remember in Boy Scouts, my, our first like jamboree, Uh which was like a competition between all of the like local troops. Okay. And it was at Fort, it was at Camp Lewis, Camp Lewis. I don't know. It was one in like some, like in Washington somewhere. Okay. And we had, I was the Cascade Pacific Council, Boy Scouts of America, Camp Lewis. Camp Lewis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looking at it. Go ahead. Is that the one on the coast? Um, Let me map it. No, that's Camp Merriweather. I'm thinking of Camp Lewis. Mm, yep. Camp yeah. Lewis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were at Camp Lewis and we... Oh, that's we got, deep. We got everything set up, right? And our patrol was all like first, like entry level scouts. It was like our first year in scouts. Okay. And I was the assistant patrol leader. And... <laughs> I, we did not, we're supposed to like, I'm supposed to make sure like everybody's like tents are set, like tents are set up right. And dude, you should have been a cop. For and sure. I was like, <laughs> I was taking my role like pretty seriously. Cause my, my friend who I really lobbied hard for to get patrol leader, mm-hmm. like I, I led, like I was out there being like the, uh, the party whip, getting people like I was summoning the, I was getting the votes to make him. Yeah. And then I was the assistant um that's why yep 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 you know what i'm talking about we always talked about if like would you ever run or whatever and Mm -hmm. you're like no i could never do it but i could be the guy behind the scenes exactly yeah that's always been me okay i'm never the leader but i'm definitely like the i'm i'm there i'm an i'm an important part to the actual leader yeah the leader functions better with me around absolutely i'm someone i i'm someone you'd want in your corner if you're running for some sort of office perfect um, I will go and I will get you those votes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going around and I'm not paying attention. And somebody took their like big tagline off of their, and then put it, uh, off of their tent, mm-hmm. like, like the, like the main line that they've secured it to the yeah. ground and they put it right in the walkway. Okay. Uh Oh, and I don't see it cause it's starting to get dark Oh no! and I trip and I go straight and then it just so happened that like the guy I was always arguing with mm-hmm. was I was kneeled down tying his shoe with his like his knee and leg at a 90 degree angle and my nose oh, went right no. into his knee <gasps> and it just blood everywhere I thought I broke my nose turns out I didn't somehow yeah but how but then like I had to leave the jamboree and then so I didn't get to finish out the competition because we had a really good day the first day what, what really are the sucked. competitions I not tying oh, stuff okay, like okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. different scouts. What stuff. are you at this point? Uh, I was, I don't know. I was like, I think it's like in seventh grade, so whatever. Like, because you have to get to eagle by eighteen. If you don't get to eagle by eighteen, you can't. Oh, okay. So if you get off track, it's almost impossible to actually finish Holy it. Holy shit, dude! I think I only made it to like Weeblo, and that's like young. Weeblo's in is it actually in Cub Scouts? Yeah, yeah, same shit. Well, Cub Scouts are is before Boy Scouts. That's what I'm saying. It's getting me there, dude. I don't. I don't think I want to have um, Steve and and I don't know if I want him to do dude, Cub Scout Boy Scouts. Now that I know that you've gotten this far and what we've discussed about 
coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much shit. Yeah, there's a lot that. <laughs> that's why I'm like struggling with like what what are the like the we, little intricate things we need to just lay it all that, down. Yeah, that I can yep. talk about. That we got, I can um, teach you. I will say that at that camp, there was like a you know there was like a doorway to the teepee, the wooden teepee, and we were like running and jumping and like grabbing it and swinging, almost like swinging out and then like running down and then jumping, grabbing the wood and then swinging out and then running down and uh, they I remember they were like if anybody gets hurt and you can't find an adult, run to the med medic and let them know. If no one's there, there's an air horn. And I, we're like, okay, cool, man, whatever. So we're out there and we're swinging, and my friend swings and lands on his back and knocks the wind out of him. And he's like, "Get help!" So I ran to the medic. No one was there. Got to do the air horn. Nice. <laughs> oh nice. man, Jake. The the best part of of this whole thing that you and I are planning that I'm being vague about on purpose because you guys are gonna love it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, it's just like the 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 parameters and the paths of our lives that you were just talking about it's like you learn shit and i'm just kind of there and now you get to j train i wouldn't there's things that you learned that i don't know like i I don't know how to skateboard i could tell you how to hide a body i could tell you (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean who cares about shit like that your shit is applicable like today we're gonna use it for the podcast. <laughs> Fine, if it's applic- if it's applicable applicable to that. Yeah, yeah. And I told the story before. I don't know if you remember, but I remember one time at Boy Scout camp, they like freaked out that uh, they called like a huge meeting at the camp, and they're like, "Who the fuck did it? Who did it?" And like they were yelling at us mm-hmm. because so much. Do you remember the story? No. They're like so much shit on the bathroom floor. Who did it? Oh, I think I vaguely remember. Yeah, that and they like reamed us, and then like they like no one wanted to admit shitting on the floor because technically no one had, and it was like a chocolate covered payday that was sitting on the ground. <laughs> did they? All the adults were pissed. It was awesome, but anyway, so back to what we we're talking about. Super freak. Lost my hat. <laughs> I lost a hat once, and it was this brand new Jets. So I'm, I have an interesting shaped head. So oh, I'm very, okay. So I'm very particular in the hats that I buy and wear. Okay. I'm very particular about hats. Um, I have bought so many hats and just not worn them because the second I put them on my head, I'm like, nope, that's not it. You don't try it on? Well, sometimes you order them offline and they I've don't... I've never done that. You've never done that? Never. There's so many hat options online that you just don't There's find There's probably them. way more hat options online. Yeah, but you you have a head where you can just put on a hat and it looks good. Don't don't assume my head shape, Jake. You have the you have the head for pretty much any type of hat. I don't think dad that's hat. True. I don't have the head for the dad. I don't hat. think I ha- I don't have the face for a dad. Hat. <laughs> you wear dad hats it's a, and yeah, you pull but it off. Not with this like triple chin, dude. Does not look oh, good. Sh- shut I'm up. For real, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, dude. Anyways, can you wear flat bills like the standard fifty nine fifty new era like flat bill? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Why? Because it sits too high on my head. I look like a. F- I look it bad, dude. Let's you take can't. a pull. <laughs> <laughs> so I can. I love, but I love the fifty nine fifty flat bill look. Uh huh. But I can't wear the normal like high crown. 
Okay. Because it, it just, dude, my it doesn't sit low enough on my head, and it just looks bad. Because you got Especially, the fucking noggin, dude. You got a brain in there. Well, also because I have like a receding hairline, so uh-huh. it looks like when it sits high, it looks like I've got like a massive forehead. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a five head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four like the four finger, the five finger head. Yeah. Five finger forehead. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. My favorite thing. I'm gonna bring this up. I'll cut it if you get mad at me, <laughs> but. That guy was just talking about how you look like a basketball player, and he's like, "Yeah, you had a receding hairline too." And you're like, "I fucking hate when people talk about my hair." You don't have to cut it. No, that's true. It's so true. Like, no, fuck that guy. No. Like, of course, of course, everybody who wants to compare me, I get compared. Okay, so flag football and basketball, I get compared to the the large, unathletic white dude in every sport. Okay, I was Todd Heap. CJ will know who that is. Okay. Everybody who ever sees me play flag football, they're like, oh, that's Todd Heap. Okay. Or um, Heath Miller. Those were tight ends for Baltimore and the in Pittsburgh back in the day. Okay. Um, I gotta look these guys. Which up. are like white dudes who look who don't really look that athletic. And okay. then of course I'm Chris Kamen or I am uh, the Polish Hammer, whatever. White guy in the NBA that has a receding hairline and a beard. They're like, oh, that's him. Todd, he doesn't look like he has a receding hairline. Well, they wear helmets, so you... I mean, I'm looking at But why am I always the slow white dude? You know what, dude? I'm always the slow white dude. You know who you remind me of out there? Who? Gerald Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll be Anaconda Cog. Okay, there you go. (laughs) It just made me laugh because you're like, fuck that guy. But yeah, I guess, I mean, and why do you have to say it? Like, why do you have to say it? You don't have to say you it. You don't know him. That guy literally takes the ball and ch- like two hand chucks it at the rim. He looks like Russell Westbrook. Playing. And then, and then he wants, <laughs> and then he wants to, he wants to talk about my, but everybody does, dude. Everybody that points. That is weird. Everybody points at my hairline and I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up about that it. That is weird. Who I don't, cares? I don't know, but people do. And they point it out all of the time. Dude, you know what I will say? You have beautiful facial hair. Well, thank you. And I'm jealous of your facial hair. Thank you. It's like perfect. I appreciate that. It's perfect. I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, mine's like patchy and gross. Beard butter. Like, what do you do with it? You put it on. <laughs> like toast and then eat it? <laughs> and then it comes through? <laughs> no, it's... um. There's this different brands, but it's called beard butter. And it what it does is it helps like... Fill it helps it like rejuvenates uh, it and then it helps fill it in it like it really okay. helps fill it in trust me so you're works. hacking I'm not hacking Cheat codes and shit i'm i also am fortunate with genetics being like testosterone nor northern european okay like generally yeah grow fuller i grow a solid mexi stash dude <laughs> <laughs> okay uh I, just my last thing um i don't know if you have anything but did you see that the Republicans are pushing this false claim that the FBI planted agents in the crowd crowd on January sixth? I mean, no, but that doesn't shock me. They've yeah. they've they have said that um, they used the January sixth committee to break into Republican offices and wiretap them. Like yeah. they push this bullshit stuff all the time. But so specifically, I I thought this was interesting because. This is a direct attempt to undermine the same intelligence agencies who provided information and exposed losers like Putin. But they loved Putin, remember, up until the uh, the, the war crime right. started. But but like we, like we were talking about last week, like these 
intelligence agencies are exposing everything that mm-hmm. he had already yeah. planned and like clearly doing the work like excellent work mm-hmm. and now we're just like oh but in the but they were also setting agents to incite riots on January 6th mm-hmm. well they they know it's I mean they know it's bullshit I know it's but, like, it's like Matt Gates and people like him but they are they're they're betting on their low IQ followers to not be able to put to put those two things together. Oh yeah, that's a safe bet too. They legitimately like oh we can have our cake and eat it too because legitimately our followers just won't. Yeah, like, they, they won't even question it. No, they just hear it <laughs> and they're like oh yeah, yep, pitchforks. That's the way it is. They said it. Dude, it does not matter. Like you could literally say anything to them and they will believe it. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's a cult. It is. It's a cult at yeah. this point. Like yeah. the the real believers, and I don't know how many. Like it's hard to tell how many of them are really left. Mm-hmm. Different indicators point to it's really like Trump's power is really receding. Yeah. There's only like an, like we think it's still a lot more powerful because the people we're giving. Every time Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene or Bobert say something yeah. crazy, we it it's gets the same put, shit it, we did with Trump. It gets put everywhere, right? Yeah. And we always hear about it, so we think it's oh, it's it's super prevalent. And yeah. maybe it's not, but also seventy fucking thousand, seventy million plus people looked at Trump's four years in office and were like, "Give me more of that." Yeah, let's do that again. So who knows, man? Yeah. Who absolutely knows? But it's scary as shit, and it's so bad like i couldn't imagine being like i work in an agency where it's like nobody's really thinking social security is like the boogeyman right i couldn't imagine being a civil servant and constantly seeing what you do in the news as being like and you're being called anti-american right like you see your like i couldn't like andrew mccabe and james comey james comey was kind of piece of shit yeah but still like a civil servant right and I'm, i'm assuming those guys have spent their entire lives serving this country as civil servants just to then for political reasons, right. Have your integrity question to be called un-American by elected, by elected officials who are only doing that to serve their own political. Yeah. It's like, that would be such a hard thing to have to process. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it would suck. Yeah. I mean, and just for an example, thinking about, as you noted, your job, um, there are different aspects of the government that, people might be annoyed with having to participate in Mm -hmm. and then explaining or 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 not even explaining but just like having no understanding that this is these are constitutionally protected rights Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah but oh the government wants me to do this uh oh is this in so it's kind of like a uh um it's kind of a like indentured servitude that the government's making me do these things. Well, no, it's a constitutionally protected thing. There's literally no understanding. And I think, I mean, I think that gets back to the very beginning of nobody reads. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just the complete ignorance and like, People, these people have power. Like I posted it on our Instagram today. Like you're doing these oil companies a favor by just trying to point the finger anywhere else but them. Don't act like they're not a part of this or that they have a hand in this. Mm-hmm. 
in gas prices. Yeah. They're profiting because you're going, well, shit, it's Biden's fault. Okay, let's look at the entire picture here. Because now, because you're so focused on your political ideology, you're completely letting these CEOs and corporations get away with murder. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know enough about gas prices and stuff to really... From what I understand, it's it's the oil companies dictating the prices and covering their their um, bonuses and their profits mm-hmm. by inflating the costs. Makes sense because we get such little. We get such little um, of our. We get such. A little so small of a percentage of our oil comes from Russia. Yeah, I get it affecting Europeans. Yes, more than like yeah. more so. Yeah, but I don't like we get most of our most of our oil domestic like yeah. domestically. Well, and then even so, with anything that the 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 presidential administration, the federal government, anything that they could do or change uh, legislatively, wouldn't you wouldn't see the effects of that immediately? No. Well, that's that's also the problem is people think that the president can just wave his magic wand and thing and change things. Yes, and on on January twentieth, as soon as Biden became president, he was the problem. Mm-hmm. He made he made gas prices and and cost of living go up, and now prices for everything yeah. else. You know, you know, one thing that uh, that Biden hasn't done is like point the finger at Trump publicly. Oh, but you constantly heard how many times did you hear this isn't my from Trump. This isn't my fault. This was Obama's fault. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. I don't know. I'm. 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 It's just like. I mean, like CJ said, this is big truck summer, dude. I can't wait. Big truck summer. Yeah, because you know, like, oh, it's white girl summer or whatever. You white boy summer. People were always saying that last mm-hmm. summer. Like, like everybody in these giant seventy thousand dollar trucks. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't afford to fill the tanks of that truck. Like, it's just like, nobody feels bad for you. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I sure as fuck don't. <laughs> buy a Prius, dude. If you can't afford it, yeah. buy a Prius. I had a, I had a friend ask me, he's like, why is it when Democrats are in office, the gas prices are always higher? And it's just like, where do I even begin? Yeah. I'm like, I so I just said, well, gas prices started rising the end of trump's presidency and it's just been a continuing yeah it's just been a continuing thing i mean and there's so much that plays into the pan- pandemic and yeah. everything everything mm-hmm. but the 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 simplification eases people's minds right it's easier to just point at one individual and go fuck you dude yeah like i did this those fucking stickers oh <laughs> <laughs> they make I, me so mad well like i've started just saying around the house like just again, like thanks Obama. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. it, it makes as much sense to blame Obama right now yes. as it would be to blame Trump or it would be to blame Biden for yeah. gas prices. Yeah, like right now currently. Do like, we just it's... start blaming like Jackson or something? <laughs> just, <laughs> just anybody. Yeah, right? it's, I, yeah, it, it does suck though. Like I was thinking, like oh, I really want to go into the gorge this weekend, and then I look at gas prices, like nope. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find something else that's cheaper to do. I filled my tank and I looked into the car again. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? We're not being. But this is the stuff that Putin is like really banking on. Yeah, right. Is that the what is the created by what this? is our me- what is the measure of our results? Yes, 
because once we start caring, like, once we start caring about the prices of gas more than we care about those people in Ukraine, mm-hmm. is the second Putin wins. Yeah. And gets away with this. Yeah. Because honestly, economic sanctions is the only thing we have that can be used against him. Right. And it takes a long term commitment mm-hmm. to make that effective. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Trump is absolutely right in his in his assessment of I can take a country for two dollars worth of sanctions. Yeah. Because ultimately if we don't keep this up, it don't. It really ends up being only two dollars worth of sanctions. Yeah, yeah. Because it's only been two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So it's we got to keep like I'm. I'm not pissed at the higher gas prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if it is because of like whatever the cause is, yeah. if it is can if it is leading to the desired effect of making economic sanctions cripple the Russian economy yeah. for their war of aggression, and that can deter them in the future, I am fine paying. A dollar fifty more per gallon in gas, um, but that's just me, and I hope everybody else is fine with it too for a while, for as long as it takes. Yeah, because uh, what's what's the alternative, right? We put boots on the ground, we send lose we, lives, we send we send our young men off, yeah. young men and women off to to die in in Europe again. Yeah, like no thanks, I've seen that shit. Like I haven't seen it, but I don't want to see it. Yeah, right. We've read it. We don't want to see it. No. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.